It's Tuesday, April 18th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. On Monday, federal prosecutors unsealed criminal charges accusing two men of helping run an unauthorized Chinese police outpost there, one of more than 100 around the globe used to intimidate and controls China's citizens abroad. The two men were arrested on Monday and charged with conspiring to act as agents of the Chinese government and with obstructing justice. They are said to have used the police outpost to intimidate Chinese dissidents living in the United States on China's behalf. Charges were also unveiled in two related cases, one against 34 Chinese police officers accused of harassing Chinese nationals who live in the New York area, and another against eight Chinese officials accused of directing a Zoom employee based in China to remove dissidents from the platform. In other news, Washington is cruising toward another showdown over the federal debt ceiling, but House Speaker Kevin McCarthy laid out the House Republican offer on Monday, and it might even succeed if the GOP can stay united. Debt limit negotiations are an opportunity to examine our nation's finances, Representative McCarthy said in a speech at the New York Stock Exchange. U.S. debt held by the public is more than $25 trillion. Spending as a share of the economy is 23.7 percent, the Congressional Budget Office reported in February, and rising to 24.9 percent by 2033, a level reached only twice since 1946, in 2020 and 2021, when Congress shoveled money into the pandemic emergency. President Biden and Democrats in Congress ladled $6 trillion more onto the national debt in a mere two years on everything from electric car subsidies to an IRS blowout. As McCarthy noted, America will spend $10.5 trillion in the next decade on interest payments alone. Around the world, jet fighters and military helicopters roared in the skies above Sudan's capital and residents sheltered at home from gunfire and explosions as a lethal power battle between the country's top generals dragged into a third day Monday. The Committee of Sudanese Doctors, a medical union, said its members had counted at least 97 civilians killed and nearly 1,000 people injured across Sudan since Saturday when tensions that had been building for weeks between Lieutenant General Abdel Fattah al-Burhan, the country's de facto head of state, and his deputy, Lieutenant General Mohamed Hamdan Dagalo, erupted into warfare. Sudan's military, commanded by General Burhan, has been bombing positions of the Rapid Support Forces, a state-sponsored militia led by General Dagalo, from the air. The majority of the nine hospitals in the capital of Khartoum treating injured civilians were running out of blood, transfusion equipment, and other life-saving medical supplies. Back in the U.S., Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and Democratic Senator John Fetterman both returned to the Capitol on Monday after significant medical absences, leaving only one senator, Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein, still away with no firm return date. Mr. McConnell suffered a concussion and a broken rib from a March 8th fall at a Washington hotel. Mr. Fetterman, the junior senator from Pennsylvania, stepped away from the Senate in February to seek inpatient treatment for clinical depression at Walter Reed Army Medical Center. Their return served to highlight the one senator who has not returned from their prolonged medical absence, the California lawmaker Feinstein, an 89-year-old who last voted in the Senate in early February. As the Democratic caucus holds a 51-49 to 49 majority in the chamber and slim advantages on its committees, 
absences can stifle the progress of bills and nominations. And, scientists studying a giant collection of plastic trash floating in the middle of the open ocean have found some unexpected inhabitants. Dozens of marine species that usually stick close to the coast. Among the plastic debris, researchers found all kinds of non-native species, from anemones to worms to little crustaceans. To find that many coastal species on a relatively small sample size was shocking, says Lindsay Haram, a marine ecologist who did this research while working at the Smithsonian Environmental Research Center. The findings should help overturn the long-held idea that the open ocean is a barrier that most coastal species could never breach. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.